The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. We're back from Vegas. We're back from the draft. We've seen it all. The NFL fans, a half a million strong in Sin City. Chaos, debauchery, you name it, we did it. And Sports Grid came up big. So now that we're back in the saddle, we start, you know, eyeing the rest of the NBA playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs. And then after uh, that, you got uh, the NBA draft. And so today I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Some of the top uh, small forwards that are going to be available in free agency and the top shooting guards in the same realm uh, that'll be available in the offseason for NBA teams to go shopping. And I also want to talk about uh, the outgoing NCAA president, Mark Emmert, who was an utter disaster running the NCAA. So let's take a look at some of the best available small forwards in free agency this summer that people are going to be talking about. Obviously, Derek Jones Jr., he busted his finger and missed a lot of the season, but you've seen enough of him. You know he can defend, and he's a good player in transition without a doubt. The bottom line is, I I thought the Bulls stunk, but they were better when this guy was on the floor, a plus three and a half, and a minus 1.3 when he was on the bench. And you got to look at it this way. He's only 25, so if he can get a three-point shot in his bag of tricks, it's going to make him a, you know... Nice wing player that can go to the 10 and that can shoot outside as well. He's got to be able to knock down those mid-range shots. You know, Andre Iguodala is going to be available, but a lot of people think he's going to retire. He's already won three NBA titles, a finals MVP, and he was banged up all season. He played 31 games. He's 38 years old. I wouldn't walk around a corner to sign him in free agency. He doesn't score anymore. Bottom line is he drops dimes. He averaged about 6.9 dimes per 75 possessions. So uh, I think teams are going to pass on Iggy. What about Joe Ingles of the Jazz? He's 34. He recently blew out his ACL. So some teams are going to be leery, but... That guy's game has never been about being explosive. He can uh, drop dimes. He can shoot. And everybody knows uh, he can do the pick and roll. A 40.8 career three-point shooter. That's why teams are going to want him. 
he would come off the bench, give you quality burn, and knock down uh, some bombs from outside. And that's the bottom line. That's his game. What about Jeremy Lamb? He's had a lot of injuries over the last three seasons. And he's averaged just 46 games uh, per year. But a lot of people think that this guy can uh, pop from outside and he can play D. The guy averaged 12 points, two dimes in like 25 minutes per a burn. And he shot 35.5% from outside. Now, what about Patty Connaughton of the Bucks? He's got a player option. And, I mean, he's coming off a season which he had career highs in points, threes, steals. And he was like one of five guys to like try at least 200 threes and post a plus 60 uh, field goal percentage. The guy does it. Uh, like Jokic did it. Batum, Struss, Bridges, Mikal Bridges all did it along with Connaughton. I think he's a great wing player, and he fit perfectly with Giannis. One thing that uh, makes him stand out is that he guards multiple positions and makes it happen on that end of the floor defensively. So let's say he declines his 5.7 million player option. You know there's going to be teams lined up to give him a nice piece. Seriously, though, I don't know why he would leave Milwaukee. They love him there, and it's a championship caliber team that already won a title. He's got a ring playing there. But you never know. Guys always follow the bag, and sometimes when they got a ring, once they get that ring, they don't care where they play. They just want the fat deal. What about Cody Martin? He's restricted, but he played a lot when Gordon Hayward went down. He didn't score a lot, but he did everything else off the bench for Charlotte. He averaged 10.5 points, 5.5 boards, 3.5 dimes, 1.7 steals, and 1.23s per 75 possessions. And he shot 38.4% from outside the line. What about T.J. Warren? Great player, but he's always injured. He's appeared in just four games over the last two seasons, and that just does not cut it. He's had all kinds of foot problems, missed 150 games. If you go back to 2018-19 and 2019-20, Warren averaged 19 points and 1.5 threes while shooting 41% from three. That's impressive. So what about Cody Martin's brother, Caleb? He's restricted as well. But the bottom line is that he's gotten a lot more opportunities than you'd think he would in Miami with Butler, Hero, Morris uh, missing tons of games. Uh, Martin uh, was a huge part of the reason they finished first in the East. He averaged 15 points, 6.3 rebounds, 1.8 threes, 1.6 steals, and almost a block per 75 possessions while shooting 41% from deep. The guy plays absolutely lit. He dunks all the time, gets people out of their seats. He can defend, too. He's uh, been up against Trey Young, Anthony Simmons, Drew Holiday, Gallinari, Middleton. He's guarded guards, uh, combo guards, forwards. He's explosive, and he can hit the three and play so many pieces defensively, you know, uh, one through four, uh, that uh, he's intriguing. There's a lot of people that are going to like this guy's game.
You know that Bruce Brown's going to get a lot of offers uh, with the way he played in Brooklyn. I'm not a big fan. I don't think he's consistent enough knocking down shots. I like him on the pick and roll, getting down the lane, cutting, slashing, doing the dirty work, diving on the floor, hustling. Uh, I think he plays well with others, you know, really good players, make him look better than he is. But I think Brown's going to get some offers. And what about uh, some of the guys in free agency that are shooting guards that are going to be available? What about Depot, Victor Oladipo? He'll be 30 next month. And the bottom line is uh, he's coming off a slew of injuries. And people wonder if he'll ever be healthy again. But he's capable. Uh, At the end of the season, he had a game where he had 40 points and 10 boards, seven dimes and two steals. He can still fill it up. I think our boy Lugens Dort in Oak City is going to get offers. A 6'3 guy that does it all. He's ferocious on defense. He can guard uh, three to four different positions. The guy averaged 17 points in his third season. He was undrafted, and he's going to get offers. Although the team does have an option on him. Patty Mills, same thing. He's got a player option, though. It's a little bit different. And his shot went southbound after the All-Star break. He shot 33% on threes, and that's just not good enough. And it's obvious that he's getting older. He can definitely catch and shoot off the ball, but he's got to start knocking down shots to be worth any money. Gary Harris is another guy. He started to light it up over his last, like, 50 games. He averaged 12.8 points, 2.3 threes, and shot 40% from outside the line. Malik Monk's another guy that's going to get offers. You wonder if he'll uh, go back to the Lakers or not. The guy dropped 13% of his drives with a nice dime, and that went up from 9.6% last season and 7% the year before that. What about Gary Payton a second? He just doesn't get enough burn to be a star with the Warriors, but he could be a star somewhere else. First half of the season, he was shooting 42% from three. After the turn of the new year, he shot 30%, which wasn't good. He defends multiple positions and is very tenacious. He was third in the league in deflections and second in steal percentage. Colin Sexton of the Cavs is restricted, but how about this guy? He can fill it up. He averaged 24 points in 2021. He was injured this season. He's young. He's 23, so that makes him attractive for sure. What about Bradley Beal? He's got the option on his side. If he declines the $37.3 million option, he's eligible to sign a five-year, $242 million extension with the Wizards. Bottom line is the guy drops 25-plus per and does it all. They can't lose him in D.C. They'll go under. Zach Levine of the Bulls is probably going to be the number one guy on the market. Bottom line, Levine scores tons of buckets. He was even willing to play uh, number two to DeRozan. He shoots at least 18 Jays a game, shoots 61% from the floor. Those are crazy numbers. Bottom line is the Bulls cannot let this guy bolt Chicago. Now, as for Mark Emmert, I want to celebrate his leaving as president of the NCAA. He was the absolute worst. He did everything wrong from the Jerry Sandusky mess at Penn State. 
He botched the Kansas investigation into self and the basketball program, then gave him a trophy as the champions and called him the Kansas City Jayhawks. Do you remember in 21, the Oregon women's basketball player, Sedona Price, she complained about the weight rooms at the men's and women's NCAA tournaments. He screwed that up too. Constantly giving excuses and just being weak and feeble as a leader. He was never that. Honestly, I don't know who was worse, Emmert or Miles Brand. I couldn't stand either one of them. Good riddance, you were awful, you did a terrible job, you should be proud of nothing. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 